Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Nathan East hanging with the teddy bear on LOTL Radio, The Zone. compliment to be compared to such legendary artists and uh, I can tell you that personally soul music is just something that sits deep 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 um, with me and so much so that recently I've just been sporadically crying about Sharon like I just drive it along in the car and her songs will come on and there's real tears there I, I feel a big loss uh, from losing her and as well as Charles Bradley you know um, one thing to really, you know, do this music, and it's another thing to really feel it and bring it to the people. And so I, I'm just fortunate that I truly get to feel it and be a conduit for that, you know, you good know energy want, in the world. Absolutely. I want to take it a step further. You said there's a big difference between just doing something and feeling it. Anyone can sing or try to attempt to sing something, but if there's no substance behind it, it comes across as empty. And for you, I've seen interviews that you've given and I've seen your stage presence. You take on a completely 
different persona. And I'm, I wanted to know that at any time, did you ever have an opportunity to go back and look at some of your concert footage and just say, wow, who is this person that has all this energy and just really singing from another universe? Because, I mean, when you bring it, you really, truly bring it with such raw emotion. Wow, thank you. That's incredible to um, be understood at that level. But, uh, yeah, sometimes I do watch stuff back, and I'm quite amazed at what we do collectively. You know, I think part of the reason why I'm able to bring such emotion to it is the backdrop of the sulfonics and how much they feel the music as well. So it really is this seamless understanding of um, bringing this this kind of message in music to the people and doing it together, you know, as a collective. Um, I think that's part of it. But, yeah, I do watch some stuff back, and I'm very proud, you know, because I, I wasn't, as Dave Grohl says, get in the garage and suck at music. That was me for a very, very long time. I didn't have a command of my voice that I wanted. So I stand uh, today as a representative of soul who has schooled themselves and been schooled. <laughs> Uh, enough to, you know, kind of carry some bit of the torch. So, you know, it didn't, it's not that it came easy or that it even, um, you know, don't work at it. It's just that level of feeling over the top of it all is is, um, something that's undeniable. And and that's why I love when people come to see the live show. So thank you for Mm. for doing that and pumping that. My, My pleasure. Now I'm a little bit jaded and a little bit biased because one of my favorite songs on the entire album, Who Closed the Book? I love the song, love the lyrics. I'm a stickler when it comes to lyrics. Um, when you have someone that has the capacity to bring music to life, because I've always felt that music is like has such amazing healing powers, because we've all ventured in heartbreak, we've all gone through things, but to have someone to be used as a vessel to be able to bring that kind of raw emotion to life. What has it been like for you when you have someone approach you after a show and say, you know what, what you were singing right there, I actually just went through that last week. And I want to thank you for expressing that kind of feeling. And it helped me resolve a lot of things that I was experiencing in my past. Well, I would say that that, it's probably the marker for me that I'm on my path and that I'm fulfilling somewhat of my personal mission as a lyricist. Um, I really put a lot of weight in words and I always have. Um, From a young age, I did start with the music first and I heard everything rhythmically first. Um, But then as I developed as a poet and really started to look around me and observe, I noticed that I could describe a lot more of what, were going through using words uh, than I could with through just the music alone. So this journey for me has not only been a cathartic expression for me, but also many people that I know, uh, many love affairs that I've come to witness, you know, many people's social situations that have, you know, turned from bad to worse, or some that have turned from, you know, good to amazing. So it really spans the gamut, and it is an honor when somebody says to you, hey, I was going through a really rough time, and and those lyrics helped me through, or how the heck do you know what it feels like to love on that kind of level? 
and it's all based on experience, you know, it's all based on <laughs> me having gone through it, me having paid attention, having empathy for somebody else's journey, and then being able to write about it. So a lot of it is just observance, you know, and it's no different than Sufi poetry, uh, you know, from ancient times in the Middle East and uh, guzzles from India, my motherland. So in that respect, we all have our soul music. I've said that before. And the ability to connect with another is not just based on how the music makes you feel, but a combination as, as well as, as what those words are saying. A word that you just mentioned. Uh, yeah, and I really... I've had a good experience, too, with my cousin personally right. uh, going through some young love trials, you know, and just saying <laughs> to me, gosh, you know, Call Out My Name is really a universal love song, and, I, and and it absolutely is. And it's something that got me thinking along the lines of what you said is, like, we really offer a blend of cosmic soul. And I'm right. cool with that. You know, I didn't I didn't really know where we landed, but somewhere out there in the universe sounds appropriate for me. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> one one of the words that you said that that I really that I really want to touch on, you mentioned the word empathy, and yeah. we see a lot less of that, especially in today's society. And because it's tough, we don't want oh, to yeah. do tough things. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, and it's I see a lot of your music and a lot of your live performances, you touch on that. I mean, you really, 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 really touch on that, um, where there is a lack of empathy, a lack of understanding, a lack of love, a lot, of, a lack of compassion and understanding for you. Where, how far reaching or where do you see yourself as far as being as far as writing lyrics? How have you seen your growth from, let's say, five years ago to where you are right now? I think I've learned a lot about being succinct in my writing, um, trying to get across the point without being so verbose. There's times in interviews and things like that when you can be verbose, I think, but with writing, it's great to keep it succinct. It works a lot well with, with the music and specifically to a soul band. That syncopation often begs for something short and succinct uh, from the lyrical side, from vocalist perspective as well. So I think I've learned a thing about structuring, um, but then the dynamics of the content behind the writing is really just led by the situations around me. So what I was writing about in 2012, unfortunately, <laughs> has been the same kind of broad spectrum picture that we're seeing now, only right. with more separatism and more angst and more anger. So um, I would love to say that, yeah, I wrote about separatism and we brought the world together and like problem solved, but um that didn't happen. So it's an artist's job to keep going and bring on the unity aspect, um, not through every creation, but, you know, when it feels right and when it speaks to you, uh, to be that conduit, to bring it forth. You know, I think that's one role that artists could play more of um, that is often overlooked for, uh, you know, career success and, and some other things. Um, but I think it's important that we do have a message and that this whole thing, you know, really is, comes down to being kind to one another and understanding that our human condition is a loving condition. And that's why State of All Things was written, our album uh, that came out in March. And the title track surrounding it says the same thing. Like, yeah, it, it is really bad right now. There is this climate that wants you to hate. They want you to fear. 
Um, but we believe in good. And, you know, this form of music has all believed in altruistic good over time. Uh, so who are we to change that momentum? Uh, we're just adding to, you know, the greats that came before us. Sax Records is a huge monumental inspiration to this band. Um, and what they fought for is uh, the same things that we're fighting for now and, and some kind of revolution of sorts. I couldn't have said it better myself. You know, it's uh, it's amazing to me. I remember my uncle told me a long time ago, he said, you know what? It's much easier to believe a lie than actually to accept the truth. And I see a lot of yeah. that taking, I see a lot of that taking place right now where the truth is actually staring you right in your face, but it's yeah. more acceptable to sit up here to accept a person lying to you to cause mm-hmm. such division but then music has always been that common thread between humanity yes. as far as bringing everyone together. And that's the vibe that I get from yep. the entire album is bringing people together. <laughs> what does it Thank mean you. to you? To, oh, my pleasure. What does it mean to you to have that kind of level of, I don't want to use the term power, but have that level of passion and influence knowing that, your music has the capacity to touch so many people on so many different levels. Well, it's really um, humbling. Um, It's an honor to know that, you know, I found the right people to help me get it out there. You know, for a long time, I didn't really know that it was even going to make it out there. So I'm just um, really in gratitude towards the band, towards my management, to the entire team that made it happen. But being able to write these songs uncensored and, you know, nobody looking over my shoulder to tell me how to do it or what timeline to do it in, it was a true offering that was really needed at the time. So I'm very happy that the feedback we're getting is authentic, poignant, right on time, right on the money, true on the message, because that's, you know, literally what we're living through. Um, it's it's important that we do speak up, you know, and we might not always meet with loving arms and open, receptive ideas back in our face, but we have to try at least. If we don't try to put these messages out there, then, you know, uh, what are we moving towards? I, I feel like there's an effort by a lot of people in the arts community to say, hey, we are a loving, caring human condition, and, you know, maybe we got to shake ourselves a bit to remember that. Um, but, you know, all progress is made through movement and, you know, that's what we try to do with the music as well. We make you move and we make you think, and maybe if you leave that show and want to be more involved in your community on behalf of it, then I am doing what I set out to do as a songwriter. Um, and it feels incredibly good. So thanks for tipping the hat to it. (laughs) No, without question, without question. Um, one of the things that I find so interesting as far as listening to the music and also touching upon is what you said, as far as having that level of creative freedom where you don't have someone looking over your shoulder telling you, you need to do this and do that. And I said, that's the wonderful thing about being an independent artist yeah. because you can control yeah. your own Absolutely. destiny without, without someone trying to tell you at a, some major label, oh, you know what, we need you to dress this way. We want you to dress more provocatively. Right. Can you show some more skin and say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. What, right. ha- what about the music? What, what about the music? Right. No, no, that's irrelevant. Yeah, I we mean, don't you. get me wrong. <laughs> I absolutely love a pair of stilettos on stage. I think it's the hottest thing. 
all for it. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely love when there's substance involved as well. And right. so we've been a band that's just taken it upon ourselves to choose, you know, when we want to take those risks with marketing and when we want to stick to what's good for the music. Um, and that's been powerful. You know, it does come at some disadvantage. You know, there's plenty of uh, independent labels even that will get you farther along um, than we've gotten ourselves independently. But it is a trade off on creativity that a lot of us just can't afford to take. Maybe we're um, somewhat control freaks, perfectionists, maybe. <laughs> we got a lot of Virgos in the band, so that is a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, hey, nothing can replace having that kind of level of control over your artistry. Yeah, it's no matter wonderful. What, yeah, they, they, they can't do it. They say, hey, well, I'm going to give you this and I'm going to give you that, but I need you to sell your soul so we can sell some music. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, 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 I'm comfortable in what I'm doing because I'm, I'm being true to who I am as an artist. Right. Who are, who are some of the people? I'm, you know what? Let me scrap that. Can you remember mm-hmm. what particular song that really just got you from an emotional mm-hmm. standpoint? And said, you know what? I'm really feeling this, and this is something that I'm not, not something that I want to do. This is something that I was meant to do. Yeah. Okay, I got it for you. Um, Baby Huey, uh, from okay. back in the day. Yeah, okay. a song called Hard Times. Oh. Uh, you might have heard the Roots <laughs> cover it some time ago. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely you... was put on the planet to cover that one. I also <laughs> feel that way about a lot of Led Zeppelin tunes as well, um, just because of Robert Plant's emotion in his voice. Okay. Like I just pick up on that so well, resonate with that. But, yeah, that Hard Time song by Baby Huey, it talks about people stabbing you in the back. It talks about, you know, just doing your own thing and nobody recognizing you. It talks about racial inequality. It talks about everything in one song. And I feel like if that's what soul music can continue to be, an awareness tool, then, like, we're right in the right spot. And that song came out in, what, 70-something Eight, oh, five, yeah. eight or something. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, people that say that soul music is gone or that it, you know, took a break or whatever, it's totally not true. It just, it went off and did its own thing in some different ways. And now we're seeing the 2.0 and it's got some wonderful people at the forefront. Um, you know, and we're happy to be included in that. Without question. Soul music has never left. It just all comes down to radio play because, you know, the labels sit up here and they got their little finger, their fingerprints on certain radio stations and they want the Justin Timberlakes. They want, they want the Adele's. And I'm like, that's fine and good. But with everything in the universe, there has to be a balance. Mm-hmm. There has to be a yeah. balance in anything and everything that you do. So when you put out a great product and say, wait a minute, why isn't this artist getting the necessary airplay to let people know they have a fantastic product out? And I'm saying, you know what, but that's okay. That's why the teddy bear is mm-hmm. here to make things right. That's all right. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> right. And we connect with so many people on the independent level that the bigger guys don't have access to, you know. So oh, yeah. it really is that grass is greener mentality. We're very happy to have put this out between me and my management. And, you know, we worked with a, a great group of community um, creatives here in Atlanta that are really about building the scene and building the culture. So, there's ways to do it where um, you don't have to sell your soul, you know, and, and that I credit my parents really with being the ones that were like, fine, if you want to do music, great. 
but please go to grad school for something. And um, <laughs> I thought that was great. You know, at the time I was kind of like, why do I have to do this? But what right. it did is fortified me with the skills I needed to run this run this business and, and, you know, at least get to the point where I could find management that could help me do the things that I really, truly cannot do well, you know, and stick to my strengths. Uh, so I think there's something to be said about if you're a musician, don't always feel like 120% of your day or your time has to go towards creating the music and pushing it out there. Sometimes you're more effective really learning how to do it, taking a step back and then attacking it. Uh, from you know from a, a more learned perspective that could be somewhat challenging when you have a personality that's that can be virtually very defiant i mean what i say yes. i say what i mean sure um <laughs> so compromise i love that word compromise when you mm-hmm. have so many strong personalities collectively in your group one. Yes, Lord. <laughs> where does the <laughs> how does <laughs> where does the compromise come in? How does everyone get on that that same level playing field? And you bring that level of compromise when it comes to the music. Yeah, that's a wonderful question. Um, we've all collaborated really well. Um, the three of us as business partners that are involved in the band have kind of a decision-making process where it's usually two people feel one way and the other person's just SOL on that one. And then you come back to another situation and you might be that person the next time. So it really is about balance, you know, and there's a lot of times where I feel like, man, I, I, maybe three person structure wasn't the way to go, but then there's other times where I'm like, wow, I'm glad that we have that, you know, kind of um, ability to, really be reasoned and then the ability right. to make a true decision and move forward, you know? So it works really well. And, and as far as the arrangement of the music, um, Scott Clayton, Spencer Garn, who are my uh, business partners and bandmates in the Sulfonics, um, you know, they worked really well with me on the mixes and we did what we could to get through, you know, 11 songs as fast as we could uh, with, you know, eight or nine to sometimes 15 instruments on a track. So there was a lot of learning that I needed to do as far as um, understanding mixes, sound design. And, uh, you know, we all kind of helped each other through that and through the feedback of the album artwork and pretty much everything where somebody has the strength, they lead the way. And that's kind of how we go. Um, And then if we face any opposition, we just vote it out and, you know, uh, we keep it moving. I think working together for so long, there's, you know, many times, many compromises that um, haven't been a big deal at all. It's a beautiful experience when you have a self-contained unit Mm. that everyone Mm. is working together for one common goal. Because one of the things that I've seen over the years that can be very disruptive is when egos get involved. When you have people chirping in here saying, I've seen it, I've I've seen it personally destroy a lot of very a lot of very talented groups or just individuals in general and it's refreshing mm. to see a group do their thing we can agree to disagree but we all have that same common goal that we want to put out yeah. the best use my language the best ass kicking music that we can bring mm-hmm. we want to bring something to the people we want to give them something that they can feel when they leave they're going to know that yes. they heard Ruby Vale and the soul phonics, and it's definitely 
a beautiful experience. Yes, it is. Thank you. It is so true. And it really is like hashtag for the people, like to the people. <laughs> this really is what brings us together collectively and, you know, continuing to make decisions, even just getting out on the road. So I'm very excited that we have this opportunity to, you know, really get this album out on the and to the people that have been waiting to hear it um, across the globe, really. Well, the feedback has been positive. It's been a lot of love and for all the listeners tuning in. The album is available via iTunes, Amazon, Tidal. And for those who like to live a little more adventure, you can always go over to Amazon.com and also at Google Play. Broken Woman. Listen to the song. Yes. I've seen the video. Now, I got to ask, does this song come from your own personal experience? Or does it come from an experience <laughs> where, <laughs> that someone else that you know has gone through or has experienced? Well, this song actually was really creative how it came together because it was the first uh, time that I co-wrote with my husband, who is okay. a musician producer as well, um, but not in the Sulfonics. Um, so he came forth with this idea of just, you know, this despicable woman that is really doing what she can to get by, but, you know, she's just kind of lacking in, in the empathy, going back to what we were talking about, lacking in the empathy department. And um, so he came with, you know, a couple of lyrics and maybe a little bit of the chorus, and then I picked it up and wrote the verses and the bridge and the rest of the song lyrically, and then the band, we put the arrangement together. So it was a really kind of unique way for that song to come about, um, so it wasn't based off of me, and it's not based off of anybody that we particularly know, but my husband does watch a lot of drama television, and so I'm sure it's based off of some uh, some plot character out there in, on Netflix or in TV land somewhere. Um, oh but we've been really happy with it, and the video um, you know, was a co-collaboration between Jason Hale's photography and Jewel Concepts, our management in L.A., and uh, was filmed in Atlanta at the Le Maison Rouge Room, which is uh, near Paris on Ponce. It's uh, quite a staple of the Atlanta cultural scene. So it was a great, great video. It came together really fun and also technically just visually stunning. I feel like they did a great job with it. Um, we're yes, so happy did. that it's out there. And yeah, we got a good premiere through Ear Milk, and it's continuing to be on our YouTube. So if people want to check out the video, just go to Ruby Vell and the Soulphonics YouTube page, and it's there. And we're growing on uh, views. So thank you for everybody <laughs> that did check it out and share it. A lot of love. It's time to share with the people, of course. Yeah, we've had an overwhelming <laughs> amount of support. <laughs> with Ruby Vell and the Soulphonics, of course, the hit video single from the album. Yes, Lord. State of all things with Broken Woman here in the zone of LOTL Radio. She gets what she Oh, 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 oh. 
Lord have mercy. Ruby Vale mm, and the Soul Phonics, Broken Woman from the album, of course, The State of All Things, available as we speak. So let your fingers do the walk and you can purchase it at Google Play, Spotify, Tidal, and also on iTunes. But for those who like to live a little bit more adventurous, you can always head over to Amazon.com and be sure to support our sister, our soul, sister of music. Stop by, follow her on Twitter. It's at twitter.com forward slash, yes, Lord, Ruby Vale and the Soul Phonics, the same handle for Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, we got you covered all the way around. And to get all the latest updates, stop by the official website. That's at www.rubyvale and the Soul Phonics to get all their upcoming tour information. If you have yet to see this, fantastic band form you're definitely going to sit now so make sure that you do so my queen it was an Thank honor you, to have you on oh. the show. I must say, when are you coming to houston to perform the pleasure is all mine and we'll probably be in houston next year i imagine um oh, we i think we're going to okay. try to shoot for south by southwest so we'll see um okay. we'll be in the area <laughs> but okay. i'd love to come and meet you for sure oh, and i really yeah, appreciate you your time to today you need to come down to the studio. We would love to have you come in and give a live performance. Hey, this is your home, your second home, whatever you need. Please do not hesitate to let us know, okay? Thank you. Thanks for getting this out to the people. I'm excited to get this on the road to everybody. And I hope everybody out there is enjoying the video as much as we are. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely will, my love. Stay sweet and keep real music alive, okay? Thank you. And thank you for putting real women up. I also appreciate that. Much love, much respect <laughs> for men of strength who can stand with women. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> all right. The very talented. Awesome. Peace and love. Blessings God to bless. all. Take care. All right. The very talented Ruby Vale here in the zone of LOTL Radio. Lord have mercy. Soul music is alive and well. But in the meantime, the teddy bear needs to take a little quick Two and two, got to pay some bills with the rude boys. A little swag on here in the zone of L O T. Written all over your face, you wanna play. She gives me touching and feeling. That's all I know she's down with it. There ain't no stopping when I'm rocking that body. Come on and you can get it You don't have to say a word. You don't have to say a word. 
Had to take you back just a little bit. The late great Minnie Riverton inside my love. And before that, my man, Miles J. Next time, here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio. Want to send out a very special thank you, yeah, to my soul sister, Lord have mercy, Ruby Vale from Ruby Vale and the Soulphonics. Thank you, Mike Wayne, for joining us. And remember, family, be sure to purchase the new album, State of All Things, Lord have mercy, available on Google Play, Spotify, Tidal, iTunes. But for those who like to live just, just a little bit more adventurous. You can always head over to Amazon.com and be sure to get all the latest updates. Let your fingers do the walking. Stop by the official website. That's at RubyVale and the Sophonics.com. You can also catch up with her on Instagram, Twitter, and also on Facebook with the same handle. Let your first move be your best move. Yes, Lord. And speaking of best move, won't you join the teddy bear tomorrow? Yes, Lord. 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. on the West Coast time, PC time, yes, as we welcome the very talented Ezra, as we have the pleasure of celebrating her new hit single, Dimensions. Looking forward to having that very talented young lady on the show, so be sure to get all the pertinent information. You can catch up with us on Instagram, that's at Instagram.com forward slash L-O-T-O radio, The Zone, also the same handle for Facebook and on Twitter, that's at L-O-T-L. And for those who tuned in late, shame on you. But like all good teddy bears, the originator, often imitated but never quite duplicated. Yeah. You didn't get the vote? You didn't get the memo? Oh, the votes and tellies are in. I've been rated, Mr. Rated Extraordinary. Lord have mercy. <laughs> we got you covered. You can listen to the interview in its entirety. Stop by the Google Play Store and just type in L-O-T-L. The Zone, the same thing for TuneIn. Also, we're on Podbean, we're on iHeartRadio, and also on Spotify. So we got you covered all the way around. It's definitely a beautiful thing. My goodness, nine. You know what? I, it's, I'm getting back in the swing of things. I've missed everyone. Just trying to acclimate it, get that mood right. But, you know, it takes time. Rome wasn't been built in a day, but, you know, the teddy bears getting back in the swing of things. But I want to thank all the many listeners who have tuned in and tuned out all the negativity. Without you, there's no zone and there's definitely no teddy bear. I want to thank you for all your positive love. It is so wonderful to be back on air doing what I love. But in the meantime, until we meet again, be sure to tune in tomorrow. The Teddy Bears got you covered. Also, the Teddy Bears are a very special surprise for you this Friday. So you got to check the social media website to get all the latest updates. We're going to close you with my man, Freddie Jackson, with, yeah, have you ever loved somebody? Hmm, it's a good question. But in the meantime, take care of yourselves. Love one another. Be there for one another. In the diversity that can be such a beautiful experience. We have the powers to be that are trying to turn so much love into so much negativity. But you know what? As a people, as a united people for love and music, we will conquer this. You better believe it. I catch you on the rebound here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio. Love, 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 love.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.